Welcome to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great events, activities, programs, and people right here at Lamar University. I'm Shelby Rodriguez, Public Affairs Manager here at LU, and I want to welcome everyone back to this week's show. Now, as always, um, it's a great time to be a Cardinal, and the latest U.S. News and World Report rankings gives yet another reason for future cards to flock to Lamar University. According to the publication's 2022 evaluation, um, LU has ranked number nine best public university in the state of Texas. Other Texas schools following LU include Texas State University at number 15 and University of Texas at Rio Grande Valley in the number 20 spot. So that's super exciting for us. And if you didn't know, LU also ranks as the fifth highest on the diversity index among public universities in Texas and in the top 14% among other ranked national institutions, as noted again by U.S. News and World Report rankings released in early September. So for our future Cardinals, I'm just wanting to get a bird's eye view of life here at LU. We'll have Lamarty Gras on February 25th. Uh, any high school age students or middle school, if you're looking forward to the future, you'll have the opportunity to visit campus and explore our academic academic programs, speak with current students and representatives from my five academic colleges uh, just to see if LU is a perfect fit for you, right? Now, uh, we'll have more details coming on that soon, so be sure to check back at lamar.edu forward slash visit for more information. All right, so we are getting into the holiday spirit here at LU with reimagined holiday tradition, Cardinal Lights. Um, thousands of colored lights are adorning trees and illuminating campus buildings around Jimmy Simmons Boulevard, Jim Gilligan Way, and the Rolph Christopher Drive entrance to campus so families are invited to take a slow drive through campus and enjoy the lights and other holiday themed uh, decorations for the entire month of December through the new year so that's ending on January 5th um, our Spindletop Gladys City Boomtown Museum is also merry and bright with a holiday light display all month long uh, this event also coincides with the museum's annual holiday food drive in partnership with the Southeast Texas Food Bank so guests can bring in five non-perishable food items for free admission to the museum and so we are super excited about it guys uh, be sure to bring the entire family out to enjoy speaking of getting into the holiday spirit today I have a very special guest here with me LU alum Brianni Cambry Prentice. Um, here's just a little bit about Brianni. Born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana, Brianni is an LU graduate, class of 2008, with a Bachelor of Science in Hospitality Administration in Culinary Arts. Um, her passion for culinary arts began at a very early age, and fire truly sparked during an internship at the MCM Elegante Hotel. She worked with uh, Chef Chuck Harris, another LU alum, who took her under his wing. Brianni is now a private chef, cookie artist, the owner of Briani Catering, where she specializes in intimate weddings and private dining experiences. And listen, guys, more recently, she was a competitor on the Food Network's Christmas Cookie Challenge. Like, how awesome is that? Briani? thank you so much for joining me on the show this week. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> um, so listen, I want to start from the beginning. Um, I know culinary arts, your passion for it sparked when you were just the little one, right? So take us on that journey. How has it been? Yeah, um, at a at a young age, I think that um, I'm not sure if I was just watching TV or somebody was saying something, but it was always something in the back of my head that um, I love moving around. I never could sit still. And <laughs> so being in the kitchen was something where I felt like I can just be creative and it was a creative outlet. On yes. top of that, um, I'm in a, you know, a family with a single mom who couldn't even boil water. Right. So uh, I remember just growing up, we were always eating out and we were, uh, you know, going and eating 
appetizers at restaurants all the time mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I found myself every time I ate going back home, trying to recreate the dish, trying yeah. to figure out and pull out what flavors. And so I knew something early on where this is what I, I like to do. Um, yeah. I've never been one to just kind of be idle. And so mm-hmm. being in the kitchen gave me that creativity, but it also kept me on my toes where I wasn't sitting down, you know, kind of getting bored. Yeah. So from, um, you know, my mom would put me in these camps and I remember one camp that I went to, uh, they made banana nut muffins or something. Oh, like wow. That. That's my favorite. Yeah. That weekend <laughs> I had the recipe memorized in my head and I made it from scratch at home. And that was the first thing yeah. I ever remember cooking. So just being in the kitchen, uh, I've been saying I wasn't one of those people that, you know, went from career hopping to this is what I think I want to do. Anytime anybody asked, I always say I knew I wanted to be. A How in the world did you become a contestant on the Food Network's Christmas cookie challenge? I need to know. <laughs> it is it's so surreal uh, yeah. because I had seen a couple of little things back up. I don't even watch the Food Network. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have I don't have yeah. the time. Yeah. Um, you know, if I need something, I kind of Google it. I watch a lot of documentaries on people who have kind of paved the way in the culinary world. But as far as actually watching competitions on TV, it's just not right. something that, you know, if I want to do, I get in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen. I, you know, yeah. I just don't have time for that. And so um, I remember being on a couple of different cookie, like just groups where people mm-hmm. were applying to be on a show. And I'm just like, once again, I just don't have time for that. Yeah. So I literally, uh, we were in a transition of moving from Dallas back to New Orleans. And I was packing up, trying to sell my house. And I get on Instagram and I see a message in my inbox that says, hi, you know, my, my name is such and such. I'm a casting director. I've seen your work. Wow. I followed you. I would love to talk to you further about this opportunity. Wow. And so um, I message her back just kind of like I message everybody. I'm like, look, I have this time available. (laughs) Yeah. Take it or leave it. And so she calls me and she says, hey, well, you know, have you heard of the Christmas cookie challenge? You know, it's, you know, a competition. I would love to kind of talk to you further about it. And I'm like, I've heard about it. Like I heard that y'all have this cookie competition, but I haven't really yeah. looked into it further. So she says, okay, well, you know, since you haven't seen it, let me just send you a link. I'm going to send you an episode. I want you to watch the episode and just, I'll give you two days to let me know if you're interested. Wow. So I watched it and she calls back and she's like, do you have any questions, any concerns? Do you think this is something that you're into? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm a, I'm an adrenaline junkie. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I feed off of stuff like that. My only question is, do I have to wear that Santa outfit? Because I'm not wearing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah. she just kind of laughed it off. And she was like, no, you know, you wear whatever you're comfortable in and stuff like that. And I said, OK, well, I'm in. And the crazy part of this is I don't even like making cookies. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Just because it's so te- tedious. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're cooking, you can kind of throw things in as far as spices or flavors and make it how you want. But with cookies, you really have to be dedicated to knowing yeah. this is the basic recipe. You can change. Yeah, the, the recipe is the recipe. This is the recipe. Yeah. Um, so next minute, you know, it kind of flew by, by very quickly. Uh, my competitors actually 
had applied to be on the show and got yeah. picked. And so when they called me, it was like, okay, here we go. We're flying you out in two weeks. You need to wow. be prepared. And so they flew me to Knoxville, Tennessee. So the competition went extremely quickly. You literally, even though you're there for a week, you tape it all in a day. So what do you think was the most challenging part of being on the show? I think the most challenging part, honestly, for me, were interviews. You know somebody's watching you and you don't know who's watching you. And I had been teaching for so long where I'm like, I need to make sure that I am a good example for those people who are following in my footsteps. Right. And that is my overall goal. You never know who's watching. So you always have to be, you know, just being mindful of that and being intentional. Um, you have to be intentional, you know, knowing yeah. that you are paving the way for somebody else. I always have a saying in my life, your gifts will make room for you. And it seems like your gifts have made room for you. But what do you think has been your life motto? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is always for me, it's always been about networking. And yeah. I remember one of my bosses told me once she said, always push the elevator button back down. Just even thinking about it, like just kind of strings at my heart because you never know who's going to take you and who's going to help you propel to the next level. Right. And she said, you know, push that elevator back down. It's like when you get to the top, you can't forget where you came from and who helped you elevate to where you needed to yes. be. And so working in that hotel, you know, yeah, it was Chuck Harris, but it was also the person who was sweeping the floors or the person who worked at the front desk who was sitting here motivating you and giving yes. you those little bitty things that you needed. And so any little thing that I do or anytime somebody says, oh, my daughter is into cooking mm. um, or, you know, my mother really liked some soup or whatever. Just thinking about yeah. those people and always bringing the elevator back down because you know that to once make a way for them to get up, you need to make a way for them and make it easier for them yes. because everybody's going to have their challenges and trials. But yes. if I can do something to make it easier for the next generation, if I can, you know, just support them in any way, and it might yeah. just be filling out a form for them or signing all, you need to remember where you came from because somebody did it for you too. That's right. Now, speaking of the next generation, um, what words of encouragement or actions um, do you want our Cardinals here at Lamar University to take away? They are looking at you on TV. They are watching you. They're going to be listening to you. What do you want them to take away? Uh, I think the biggest thing is you don't have to be the best student. I mean, I remember being at Lamar and there were some classes where I'm like, oh, this is just not cutting it. Like, but you, you can't let those things shape you. You have professors that are dedicated. You have professors that kind of remember them getting into it. Like, why did they get into it? But I think it is just super important to find a mentor, finding somebody that is going to guide you on those days where you feel like giving up. And you don't always have to be the best in a certain class. But as long as you're doing your best. Yeah, yeah. You and just one day at a time, it goes back to that whole daily agenda. Have what you want to focus on for the day. You don't have to be thinking all about the future. But right now, this is where I am. I'm at this college. What yeah. can I do with what I have? And what is one thing that I can do today to say I achieved my goal just for that day? Because it is those little things that's going to propel you for where you need to be in your future. So just yeah. not giving up, but networking not just in the cherry engineering building, but networking right. everywhere because right. there's, 
there's people that you don't even know who can help you. So um, how do you think your experiences here at LU kind of shaped your career a little bit? I think that the biggest thing for me, uh, the one word that comes into mind is expectations. Mm. You know, because I think that you go into saying, I want to be in culinary arts. I want to be in engineering. I want to be in nursing. And you have this idea that you're just going to be thrown into the field, but that's not it at all. You know, the first couple of weeks, it was just textbooks and textbooks and memorizing information. Mm -hmm. And now looking back, I'm like, that's the time that shaped me because that's when I was learning all of those things in the knowledge that I needed, because you have a lot of people in the culinary field that have no educational background. You know, they started right. out as a dishwasher and they just work their way up. But right. there are so many key components that you learn at Lamar that shaped how, I mean, who I became. I needed that background knowledge of how to pair certain things. You need to start from step one and basically have yes. all that background of how food works together. Because you can't just throw things yes. together and think all of a sudden you have, you know, a masterpiece. Um, it's a science. You learn the science behind why certain things work. Mm -hmm. um, you learn about the management side of things. So, yeah, you want to cook, but financially and right. In the business world, these are the things you need. You can't just think you can go and pick up some groceries and everything is going to come into play. Right. You have to worry about inventory. You have to worry about who else you're going to be managing and working with other people. So, yeah, you love to cook, but yeah, you have to work with a whole bunch of other people to make this this wheel move. And so yeah. Lamar did that for me. I love that, Miss Brioni. And so I need to know, what is next for you? Right now in the works is um, literally renting out of space. I have this whole driven mindset of, of having brunches with Brie, where I'm actually going oh. to be renting out of space and having a space for girls' nights and couples' classes where I'm kind yeah. of bringing people together, showcasing what I do and creating like a little four course meal where they can come in fellowship. They can eat, enjoy their time where they're learning and watching what I'm doing. Where can our audience go to learn more about you? If they put in Briani, B-R-Y-O-N-I, I'm the first thing that pops up on most things. So Briani Catering on Instagram, Facebook. I have a website uh, if anybody wants to ever order anything or if they want me to come out fly me out. I can be their private chef. I am Ooh. open to it all. Thank you again for joining me Thank on the you. show. <laughs> this is Shelby Rodriguez, public affairs manager here at LU, the pride of Southeast Texas.